www.bicbp-radio.com for all your podcasting needs and necessities. It's your boy, C-Ham. Yes, sir. A.K.A. A.K.A. the World Heavyweight Champion of Live Broadcasting. A.K.A. A.K.A. Abraham DeLacy. A.K.A. the Frivolous One. A.K.A. the one they call him. Ham. Yeah. So he, uh, he he threw that out of nowhere. He he freestyled that. Who put the ba- music in the back? That was Spotify. Chris was just flipping through, and he's like, boom. And, and see, uh, Sam's just like, wait, I can get into this. Really? And he just, out of nowhere, and it was like, oh, shit. So I plugged that into a bunch of the Vinyl Divers now. Like, it, that's the Network Gang commercial, man. That's cool. I love it. I like that. Dude. We got our own song. Dude, it's great. Oh, dude, there is so much more coming. Chris has got files of me do freestyle and like rep, like repping and pushing the network. <laughs> Christian was getting into it. Like, I'm telling you, this summer, BICB Productions and Studios is gonna like we're putting out some stuff. Good, we are good. But uh, as you can hear, welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. It's been a few weeks. I am sorry for this delay. Um, you should be actually getting a bunch of episodes dropping. If you probably got one or two already right before this. But welcome back for another episode of Vinyl Divers. Uh, as you just heard, I actually brought us in with the uh, Network Gang commercial. We're going to push it again at the end of the show. Uh, there's a reason I brought I brought us in on that. is because today we have a guest. If you didn't hear him already talk. Uh, we are live on site at the Niagara Reservoir State Park. Yep. Relay for Life, Niagara Falls. Uh, we set up a table here today. And uh, it's been good. We're raising money for, you know, cancer research, uh, American Cancer Society, and so far so good. It's, a, it's an event I've been coming to for about five years or so now. Um, haven't been, I don't know, it, it, it's weird. Like, I've been here, I've been around, but I haven't done anything. So it's actually nice to be able to do my own thing this year, right? Mm-hmm. We had, Chris was here earlier, we had our buddy Greg, and then, you know, you were here with me too. So <laughs> things are so- good. 
You know, Matt, uh, Matt somehow found this. Oh, no, he didn't even find it. It was just kind of like a last out of last minute opportunity just popped up, and we're like, we're going to have a table now. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So Matt told me, to like, hey, why don't you come out? You can record some vinyl divers. I'm like, well, why don't we do one? Why don't we do one? Absolutely. And it's been, it felt like forever, even though it's only been, what, a month or two? It's been about a month or two. Yeah. But, man, dude, that was a good episode. That was fun then. I loved it. So I was looking I forward to it. I listened to it over again, man. It just, we're good. We're good. We, we've got chemistry talking. <laughs> good chemistry. We do. I, uh, I mean, I always say it. Music is one way that everyone can connect on some level, whether it's an artist, a band, that album, or you ever have like that one song that you think no one else knew, but it was yours, and someone's like, yo, I love that song. You're like, I'm not alone. Right. Like, something like that. And... I, that's what I love about vinyl dives. That's why I like having when I can get some guests on. It's very, very few, very rare. Uh, hopefully, it's going to be cha- changing soon. But you know, it, it's great how p- everyone can connect on some level. And I was asking you what you're thinking about talking about today because I always like my guests to choose. Yeah. And you actually went for an artist this time. I did artist slash, you know, a band, um, I guess, so to speak, and. You know, last time was, yeah, last time was the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack, which is a compilation of a bunch of stuff that I, I you know, really meant a lot to me. Mm-hmm. But this episode was, yeah, I wanted to go for an artist, something something a little, you know, we can talk a little deeper on, and it's uh, Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons, man. I mean, I love them. I do, too, and I didn't know I loved them until I realized it was them. Really? And, and by that, I mean, um, all right. Take it back. A couple years ago, I might have mentioned this on the last episode I did, but a couple years ago, my wife and I had the choice of going to see either the new Transformers movie, which I'm not overly fond of. Uh, the tra- the new the newer the, some of the newer ones are just bad. They're just real bad. Oh, a couple. Oh, not. I'm like the one we was supposed to be really good. But a couple years ago, that's like Age of Extinction. Yeah, like with the dinosaur. I, I think that's what it was when it came Ooh. out. And um, so I was either that or Jersey Boys. So I was. Like, let's go see Jersey Boys. Let's give it a shot. Why not? Um, and I seen it, and I started noticing different songs um, that I've always known, but I never knew who sang them. It was really cool. It was a really fun experience to, well, yeah, to, to be able to say, well, hey, that holy crap, that's who did it. Well, first off, do you like musicals? I'm getting into them. The older I get, the, like... Ten years ago, if you would ask me to see a musical, I probably would have told you to piss off. But now that I'm older yeah. and I, I appreciate art and, and music and the finer things, like the the, the minute details of certain aspects, mm-hmm. I would I would go see it. Okay. Um, you know, I, I I've only seen a handful of musicals in my in my day. Not just movies, but um, like I went to when I was living in Rochester. Uh, I went to Brockport High School, did Beauty and the Beast, and it was actually really, really good. Oh, wow. Really, really well. Like, fireworks and everything. It was one of the best productions I've ever seen. Wow. Um, for a high school event. That's and, great. And I've, yeah, dude, it was really cool. And I really enjoyed it. I, I, okay. I really did. Um, but, yeah, the older I've gotten, the more artsy I have. The, I've had appreciation for musicals. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if, it, if it's on, I'll, I'll, I'll sit down and watch it. You Give know what I mean? If it's. Yeah, I mean, so, I, I can't sit through all of them, but if it's something obviously that appeals to me, yeah. Um, and this one's cool because I really like history stuff, mm-hmm. and um, this—I mean, this is a pretty much true story. Jersey Boys was a true story. I mean, I, I like how the movie itself it plays it out, how it tells the story, where it jumps from 
each of them each of them there's a there's a clear point where they each step in like all right I'm telling the story now from yes. my from my point. Yeah, uh, you know one of them had winter. It, it was by season too, mm-hmm. which obviously was really cool. One of them had winter, summer, spring, and fall. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was cool. I didn't realize that. I actually had to look it up and and, and, and find out how how and why they were doing it that way. But um, just really well done. It was really well done. The movie I thought was. I haven't seen the play yet, personally, but I thought it was it did justice to a play. I'm going to tell you this one. The movie did great representation because there's clear spots in the movie where, like, Bob Gaudio will step forward and the camera pans on him. It's kind of how the stage is. At some point, yeah. they just kind of step up and, uh... <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's going on? Hey. <laughs> um... <laughs> Buster from the Bisons just stopped by and said hello. Yeah, I love recording live because stuff like that. It's so cool. I um, love our job. I, if this could just be the full, like, if this is just like, hey, I woke up at 8 o'clock and I got to go record in the studio today, I wouldn't complain at all. No, not at all. <laughs> um, but, like, in the movie, like, how there's spots where he'll step up, that's it, that's how they did it in, in the plate, and it's a great structure where they each kind of, like, step forward to the front stage and kind of, like, you know, Seeing stuff live is a little different because it's they're all looking at you. Yes. But apart from that, the story was done well, and it really—I never knew the whole background behind it. No, it's it's but not like a. It shows you the ugly side of show business, and mm-hmm. like we don't see it all the time. Well, we do, there's like a you know there's there's like narratives and stuff like you and know there's no like stories Brit- like Britney Spears lost her mind and like but why. You kind of see why things, you know, why the four seasons didn't last as long as they did, mm-hmm. because of you know, different different people doing different things and, and and whatnot. But you actually got to see the in depth part, and it was relatively factual. I think there was some stuff that were slightly um, altered, adjusted, but for the most part, it was it was really factual. Oh yeah, I mean, usually it's it's always uh, kind of like with a grain of salt it's taken. Yes, where it's not just like they got, they got to tell a story still. So, I mean, I wouldn't say go out and watch the Jersey Boys movie as a documentary. Right. Take it as a, what is it, a reinterpret, not an interpretation. I guess you um, could say that. A reimagining of... That's not a reimagining. There's a name for it where they kind of, where they follow it. They they follow the, the, the documentary to an extent, but they embellish certain parts, I bet, I'm right. sure. But, I mean, the music itself, the singer, phenomenal. The actors that played it. They did good. I think the only one... Who wasn't in the plays was Tommy, the guy who played Tommy. Um, I think the other ones were actually in the play. Really? That's what I was reading up. Yeah, I forgot what. I gotta look up. Well, no, I mean in the. See, when I saw them, when I got to see them, I didn't see. I, it wasn't Frankie Valley. I wonder if maybe it was like for the original run they did it live. I bet. Let's see. But I mean, isn't Tommy not allowed to be in Vegas, or isn't he? Or isn't he like? He's not the <laughs> Vincent Piazza who played Tommy DeVito, is the only member of the mo- the Jersey Boys movie cast that was not in the play. Oh, that's what that's you meant. What I meant. That's yeah, what yeah. you meant. Okay, I thought you meant like like actual like acting. Like I don't know, my Frankie Valli. Like, those guys look kind of young. <laughs> no, I know. No, but, uh, yeah, John oh, Lloyd Young, Eric uh, Bergen, and Michael Lomenda were all. They were the, phenomenal. And the play at all point. They did really good. And they had great voices, too. They they, they, they legit captured the they captured that magic that Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons had. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It just everything worked. Everything worked. So uh, you were saying about how you kind of knew the songs. I so how, did. How, how were you introduced? Was it through your parents, grandparents? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I grew up in the early 90s where my parents would listen to, like, classic classic rock. My You know, my grandmother... Um, 
you know, she 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 loved Frankie Valli and the Force, but I just didn't know who the heck they were. No. So as I'm watching the movie, and I'm hearing like "Walk Like a Man" and "Sherry" and stuff, and I'm like, oh my god, this is real! Like this is like these are real songs. This is, these are this isn't just this movie. This is this is yes. this is real. Yeah, because I mean, most musicals that I know, they're thrown together. You know, like mm-hmm. like Rent and, and and other stuff like that. They're they're actually very well you know, detailed original stories where mm-hmm. Jersey Boys was, like I said, it was like a documentary turned into a musical. Um, so it was really cool. It was really cool hearing that. It was like instant satisfaction. And you're, you're witnessing how they came up with the songs, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, and Like, was it the scene where uh, they were trying to, what was what was the what was the first one that they had to record and they had to get everyone a whole? The first they, one was Sherry. Yeah, Sherry. The, uh, Bob Gaudio missed the bus and he pulled the string. He ran over there. He was late. And yeah, they were all, they were doing it over the phone. Like, that's crazy. Like, Come on. And then they're and like, like... With that moment, their life changed. It, yeah, simple as that. The other thing, you know, that I really liked too was, uh, um, oh, Big Girls Don't Cry. Big Girls oh Don't Cry. God, I love that and one. They were, they were in the that, that suite, and they were watching uh, some show, and uh, who was oh, who was their producer? I can't remember his name. Was um, Hold on. I got the cast up right here. Had it's um, oh Bob Crew Bob, Bob Crew because he wrote uh, he's the one that wrote it with uh, Walk Like a Man with uh, Gaudio yes um, but he's he said something about oh uh, you know big girls don't cry and and Bob Gaudio just looked at him in the scene and then bam they're singing it you know so um, yeah there was just so many good songs I mean like, I I remember as a kid growing up I mean one my grandparents they I my parents my mother really listened to like. Country, a little bit of alternative rock stuff growing up. Father was kind of like same, just usually he listened to sports radio. I never listened to music with my father. Right, right. My father's father is the one that when we go cruising, he would have like Sirius XM, like back back when it first came out in the, the 50, 50s on five and or the 60s on the six. And he was the one that introduced me to the oldies music. Right. He always had the stuff playing. So, like, when I think of when I hear Sherry, Big Girls Don't Cry. Walk like a man. I think instantly to like my grandparents. Yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely that, that that bit of familiarity, like, like we talked about last time. You know, we associate music with moments, memories, and people, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I if, mean, it, if you hear a song, you're like, "Oh, that reminds me of that one time." Or, um, man, I really associate this song with like when I was in high school and I was I used to take my dad's car out at night and pick up my friends and we just go around singing like Journey, you know, and don't stop believing but like when i hear that song our my circle of friends back then that's like we all like huddle up together like that's our thing um so so yeah i you know i completely get what you're saying that the music reminds me of like the good old days you know what i mean mm-hmm. so so i mean i i mean he had so many good songs i mean we can go through that we can go through a list yeah let's go through the list i actually um, have the greatest hits uh loaded up right here do you really look at, I, I do I, I actually straight up just googled the four seasons and i have the songs that just pulled up okay i i bought the greatest hits twice because i lost the first cd here, um i have the entire album on my phone i haven't lost that because i don't know it just feels good occasionally i will break out in a song and sing these like i, I my voice is probably terrible it, no, it is. I mean, my brother's sitting right behind you. You could probably tell you that my, my voice is terrible. Um, <laughs> but I will sing it. If I'm alone in a car and maybe feeling a little buzzed, I will start singing my heart out to these songs. They're, they're, they're good sing-along songs. What is, uh, well, just first off, what's your favorite song to just belt? Like, 
unconditional, no no fucks given. Uh. What is the What is the one where you don't? You're, I call it the shower song. The shower song. What's your What's your shower song for Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons? I mean, oh, that's tough. There's so many. I mean, Sherry's an easy one, but um, December 1963. Oh, what a night would have to be. And I think the reason why I like. That's one of the few songs that stood out to me when I first heard it in Jersey Boys. Mm-hmm. And I love the way that they did it, too, because it was right before the credits. Like, it was after everything, and, and they're walking through the street singing it, and, like, it was really good. I actually like the Jersey Boys version better, Well, give personally. us one second. We're going to take a listen to it. All right. Yeah. Dude, I love that song. It's good. I really do. Um, you mentioned Jersey Boys. I think that they're going to be, I think that the musical is going to be mentioned heavily throughout this Oh, it episode. definitely will be. Uh, I, yeah, I actually like the tempo with uh, the Jersey Boys version. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit quicker, and they're telling a story with it, too. I think it's Bob Gaudio's character. Um, it's actually telling about, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's saying, you know, what was going on that night, and it was, I think it was a it was a reference to the first time he ever mm-hmm. um, got lucky, and I think that's what it was a reference to. I, I really do. Um, um, I actually had pulled it up. It's uh, his. St- he initially wrote it as uh, in- it was inspiration of his first time with his uh, future wife, with his yes, wife. Yes, yes, yes. He wrote it. Like, it was supposed to be back, like back in uh, telling it from that perspective, and it was crew. It was. Uh, I don't think it was. It wasn't crew. It was uh, Frankie Valley and where's his name? Frankie Valley and. Where is it? It was changed. It was um, Frankie Valley and the lyricist uh, Parker. Uh, okay. re- they repositioned, they re uh, sent, they restructured the song lyrics a little bit to make it be more of like a looking back on it instead. Yes, because that actually that song came out way after the original four seasons were broken. Oh up. yeah. By this point, there's a couple filler members, and mm-hmm. they had. Um, Hey, Frankie Valley was still the biggest name, but but Gaudio or well Gaudio, Gaudio was to, always running or was always writing. He for switched him. to writing. Um, mm-hmm. Tommy was still in stuck in Las Vegas, and Nick just he bounced. We I mean we all seen he the scene. He had a family. I he think had a he just, family, and he was he tired of the, all the stuff. So that's uh, so yeah, it was Frankie Valley and just a bunch of backup singers that I don't know if they ever really um, became something more. But I mean, but yeah, I. I I mean, if you worked with Frankie Valley, I'm sure that you definitely were known at the time. But here's the thing: the only reason I know Bob Gaudio and the name, like Tommy is because of the movie. Yes, I know Frankie Valley. Yeah. Frankie Valley is, is is like a house is like a it's a it's a hallmark name. Like yes. everyone knows Frankie Valley. Yeah, and even if you don't know him from then, you know him from Greece. Yeah. I which I didn't realize. Hey, that's the guy that sings Sherry. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Frankie Valli sang that song either. Like, that was mind-blowing. I didn't find... Obviously, they didn't put that in the movie. No. But I didn't find that out until I got the Greatest Hits album. Really? I did not find that out. I yep. uh, didn't uh, pick up that it was the same person until after uh, I started listening to records when I was a teenager. My grandmother had given me the Grease soundtrack. Okay. I say given in loose terms because I, I just kind of took it one day. <laughs> <laughs> and she just... It's at my house now. She doesn't have it, we'll right. say. And uh, not getting back. Yeah. Oh, I've stolen my fair share of records from my family. 
And from there, it's just like, I remember the one day I'm like going through, going through and I'm going, Frankie Valley. I'm like, wait, Frankie Valley? And I go back to my stack of 45s that I've borrowed from her. And I'm going, quotations borrowed. Oh, wait, hold on. Yeah. This is this is the same guy. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. But, I mean. That's, that's how crazy, like, most of my music knowledge comes from movies. Comes from movies. It's the weirdest thing. It, it's movies or pro wrestling, because indie wrestling, guys come out to different songs all the time. But movies has really helped my music knowledge take off. And making those connections like that, you know, it's like, holy, you know, it's it's cool. Like, But you've been living, you, you didn't know all this time. It, it's kind of like a, you, you kind of feel dumb when you're like, wait, that's who that is? Yeah. How did I not know it? Because I can sing you, Sherry. I can sing you all the old hits. Yeah. I prefer I prefer the earlier stuff. I prefer the bubblegum pop as I've been as I've called it and Chris yeah. has called it. Um I, I like that stuff, the whole singing about my girlfriend or singing about the girl or That was singing. just that time period, man. That, that's just how it was. The, the early, the younger stuff when you're writing when you were young. And I, I prefer that. I like that um I like that uh youthfulness. Yes. I like uh, that uh, I like the facade. The, the facade, the I think just the vibes. It's just fun. The vibe. I don't know. Like, like 60s, like, pop culture. Culture in general, um, for the most part, was, like, it's relaxing to think about. You almost, like, you know, you get the greasers and, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, there's just a lot. There's just a lot to think of. And there, there was a lot of, you know, great music in it. This is right before, I mean, I think, uh, you know, Frankie Valley and the Four Scenes was right before Beatlemania. Um I think, I think the original incarnation was right before Beatlemania. Oh yeah. Because they, that was more, I think they were more late 50s, push in the 60s, and then Beatles hit. And, and that was it. Like, Beatlemania took off. I've read somewhere that the, these guys, that the four seasons were, like, were uber popular until the Beatles came out. They were kind of like, I think they were kind of like that next iteration of the of like the Rat Pack feel. Yes. Like when uh, Frank Sinatra, Sammy Davis, uh, um, Sammy Davis Jr., and I'm going blank on the other ones. I just I know those two offhand, but like what like when they like when you went to like a show like this was the premiere, this was the pristine cl- like you see yeah. this group. This that kind of how I saw the four seasons like the like these were the top singers like these were the musicians that had all the hits. Yeah, these were the guys that they filled in for all of the, the backup vocals for everyone else. Yes, yeah, they um, were. I actually looked up some of the like the songs in the mo- in the Jersey Boys movie. They're showing they're singing for that one uh, lady. I forgot uh, what her name was. But um, um, but they, they you know that, that's right when they started actually doing their own stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was it was cool like to see like and then you listen to the actual song and well first off the the lady sounded just like the the original artist and then mm-hmm. you actually hear the uh, four seasons in the background. Which I will say I love how they throw the I don't know if anyone else notices it but during that moment where Frankie Valley hits that high note she just looks at him like fuck you like <laughs> you, she he won up to her and it was like oh thank you which brings me to the point of uh. His voice, yes, it, I, dude, absolutely like magnificent. I mean, he's got this squealing pipes that my stepfather is a metalhead, yeah, and he says that he wishes that Frankie Valley would have had that voice in the '80s, and he would have been around then because he can only imagine what '80 metal '80s metal he would have done. Yeah, I mean, dude, he, um, he's uh, just amazing. Like range, I think range is super important. Um, he has a he has a unique tone to his voice too. Yeah. But I mean, we were talking about Oh What a Night and the up the uplifting feel of it. I love that song. It's, yeah. it's a great looking back feeling. I like that whole like looking back of uh, the remembrance and the I, 
I try not to, but I like to live in the past a minute every now and then. Oh, I do too. And I think that song has a great like. Remember that back? Remember back when you were younger? Remember that fun time? You're just like, yeah, I do remember that. That was great. <laughs> and I've actually done that song karaoke before. Have you? Uh, when I when I I did it once for uh, Ed Gobar, and I changed it up to uh, 2013. Nice. Oh, what a night, 2013. I was like, oh, it's been a couple of years since then. We could do this. Why not? Why not? <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. Yeah, it's yeah, just good. I mean, good vibes. Like, I was looking, I was looking up the name of the show, but like American Bandstand. Like, that's when they first when they were tour. Well, that, that was like when they were starting to blow up. Um, you know, there was just some some cool times. But I, I love most of their 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 disco- discography. Well, I mean, if I'm go- if, see, I pulled up the uh, Frankie Valley, no, not Frankie Valley songs. I pulled the what is it? You have the very best of Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. Uh, yes, it's the one. All right, um, it's like I mean, twenty songs. Yep, twenty, 20 songs. Yep. End. All right, so. Uh, all right, so we have the uh, track listing. I guess this is going to go through. I guess essentially what we're really going to go through is do. Uh, Initially, we're going to bring our own singles, but I think let's do. Let's just go through the best of Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. Let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Want to do uh, first ten and second ten? Yeah, we'll split let's, it up we'll that break way. It down. Sweet. Yeah. And it's kind of funny is that both of our songs are on each side, so it's great. Um, so first one, Sherry. I mean, classic, instant hit. Can't beat it. Uh, my aunt was named after it. Really? My uh, that is cool. My my grandparents said that they were either going to name her uh, Sherry or uh, Barbara Ann from the Beach Boys. <laughs> they, two Which popular in, bands at the time too. Two great great ones. Uh, Big Girls Don't Cry. Yeah. Phenomenal. Another classic song, um, like we talked about earlier. You know, it's how it came about. It's pretty neat. Uh, Walk Like a Man. This is my fa- This is one of my favorite songs. Uh, let's take a minute to listen to it right now. favorite song it's mine uh, very different yeah, I mean you could tell there's definitely a time gap in between their writing it yeah uh, one thing with walk like a man I like to kind of point out is it feels like Sherry big girl song cry walk like a man um, they sound similar they, they could of. easily they should medley together yeah they, they, could, they could they they actually did that I think on American Bandstand they put them all they kind of mashed them together and went one right after another I mean, it makes sense because they're all quick enough that yeah. you put them together. It's like a nice, good six, seven-minute long song as, as a full. Right. And, you know, they're, they're fun songs. And they kind of all have that same sound and tone. Very, very, very similar. Uh, Candy Girl. I can say I don't recognize this one. Uh, I didn't either when I first heard it. Um, but it, I, it has grown on me. Because um, I feel like there's another song that, like, uses that phrase candy girl like in the in the, around that time period I thought that was it but it wasn't but it, it it's grown on me it's grown on me not a all terrible right. not a terrible song at all uh dawn go away yeah i'm no good for you you know what i love that song it's a good one i really do it's i good uh, it's uh it's got a good pace to it mm-hmm. good tempo um it's it's kind of relaxing but at the same time i don't know it, it's just it just feels like the 60s you know it is. It's it's got like it's it's got that early '60s vibe still to it. 
but it's not that uh, wine. That's not like the upbeat, like like Sherry, Big Girls Don't Cry. Right. It's, it's not the same. It's it's different, yeah. but it's still from that earlier. You can see years. why it wasn't. It's not looked at in the same light as those those three or four. Ronnie, I don't recognize. Uh, eh, not bad, not bad. Rag, Rag, Ragdoll's good. Ragdoll's great song. Ragdoll's really great loved song. Uh, how they did that in Jersey Boys. I will say, yes, it was really good. Yeah, it worked out really good. Um. Ragdoll, I would say, would be if I was to like Ragdoll. It's 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 got to grow on you, maybe. I think I feel it wasn't one of my favorites initially. No, it was definitely a. You do uh, you just take it does take a while to appreciate it. You know, it was kind of one of those songs where it's it's different enough. I don't know if maybe it's a key that's different about it, but it was a good one. Yeah, I I, I really like it. Um, save it for me. Uh, I don't know. I've like I've listened. I, I feel like that's one of the few ones that I've skipped over. Um, yeah. Honestly, I, I do like a majority of the songs on here, but um, yeah, I think that's one of the ones that I've kind of I've listened to. It's just because I'm just you know vibing, I guess uh, is the way to to, to describe it. But um, yeah, it's not one of my favorites. Uh, bye bye, baby goodbye. Yes, pretty sure that's the one I was listening to on the way here. Okay, where the chorus I never picked up on it is that I'm taken, or is it I'm her man and I'm taken. So don't make me cry. Yeah, don't make me cry because I want to be with you. It's like, holy shit. Yeah. He's straight up singing. Yeah. I already got a girl. I'm already married. So don't come with me because I'm going to love you. And I, I can't do that. <laughs> and I'm like, this motherfucker. Yeah. I'm like, this is great. I don't know why I never listened to lyrics close when I was younger. But no, I'm like, now you start to appreciate it. You know, listen back to lyrics. Um, so we're halfway through this uh, Greatest Hits. You want to take a commercial break? Um. Well, we got one more, and then we can take a commercial break. Oh, my God. We d- <laughs> Wait. Yeah. I do, you're right. <laughs> I am. Niagara uh, Falls education right here. I can count. You're not an account? I don't. <laughs> uh, number 10, uh, Let's Hang On. Let's Hang On. This was right I, before, um, in the movie, this is right before they broke up, uh, before everything started to fall apart. Okay. That's where this appeared in. Um, I think it was when they first... When the the broker the the loan shark mm-hmm. came into, they were doing a performance, and um, this is where things started to really really break down. I mean, he was telling he was telling them how much uh, that Tommy owed him and how much they owned him, so or owed him, and Tommy just, just kind of blew it off, and they went and performed, and it was just it was just weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's where that was and in the movie. And you know, buying them out after that section. Yes. Uh, that's actually a really great time to split it, too, because it seems like kind of moving forward from there, it's... Most of it's, it's most of, most Frankie. Yeah. It's Frankie Valley. So, uh, yeah, let's take a break, and we'll come back, and we'll finish up the second half of this. I'm Matt Johnson. It's your boy, see him, a.k.a. the nerd, a.k.a. the world heavyweight champion of live broadcast. Holding it down for all supremacy. It's the bad guy, Caddy. Yeah, and even though this is a podcast about video games, it's a podcast for everyone. Every Friday here on the BICBP Radio Network, make sure you tune in. Make sure you listen to it whenever you're on the way to work, whenever you're on the way home from work. And when you get in and you put that video game in and you hear that disc spinning around, you might as well just realize you can't start any game without push and start. All right. Yo, that was a great uh, push start podcast commercial. Yes. Absolutely. The, uh, Push Start, fastest rising show on the network, man. We hit 1,400 listeners this month. You guys hit 1,400 this month? We were 675 last month. 1,400 you hit? Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't see that. Yeah. Hold on. Dab. That is 
That is phenomenal. Yeah. I didn't know that number. Yeah, it was huge. All Dude. our shows grew. We, we kind of knew it did um, mm-hmm. after the con, but uh, we couldn't believe it more than doubled. That's insane. That I, is – I am blown away, and I'm so happy and proud to say that – like I was, I'm all, I've always been proud of the network. Always very proud, very represented. Uh, very disappointed. Out, I can't find my network shirt. But apart from that, dude, I wore I wore it almost every other. Every, it was a weekly. It was one of my weekly shirts. Yeah, it was usually yeah. like a Saturday or a Sunday shirt. Like I'm always pushing the network, pushing all of our shows. Um, like I, I love, I love, I love Two Point. I love Push Start. I love panel discussion. I love all. I our love shows. kayfabe. Saying the ones that you're on, but. About half of them. I have a lot. I know. I, I legit have <laughs> half the shows on the network. It's disgusting. Like I'm just. Try, I'm trying not to say my own shows. <laughs> like, no, like we have I a good mix. Keeps, we have a good and, mix. You know what I mean? To, 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 you know, your 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 listeners, like the network. It's this vinyl. Vinyl Divers is just a small. Uh, it's just a uh, a spoke on the wheel, man. We have so many great shows. We, we so many great shows. A lot of you know, a lot of different spokes, different parts of pop culture that make the wheel of mm-hmm. BICBP go around. And I'd say it's it's those events like Nickel City Con that we just had that expose us to everyone. It just shoots it out. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like one of those mass shots. Like we're gonna buckshot it to everyone. Hopefully, we catch them all and keep them all again. Yeah. But this is that opportunity to throw it in everyone's faces and just gotta hook them. Absolutely. And I am so proud to have all you podcasters a part of this. That are so committed, and you push it as hard as you do. It's just oh, we try. Like I said, it's 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 nice being able to work for yourself, but at the same time working for other people, right? We're all like, I, the way I look at it um, is compared to let's say the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. All right, we each have our own individual movies, and then yes. we come together for the team up. But all of our individual movies are working towards something bigger, which is the Avengers movies. Right, the end game at some the point. end game at some point. Well, hopefully not. Um. <laughs> I mean, you. I think we should all work together to create stuff new. But I mean, your shows are your shows, yeah. and it shows when your numbers grow. And I'll tell you, you guys had some great episodes throughout the weekend. We did. As the one, as the one trying to keep track of every time an episode is uploaded, the uh, panel discussion episodes that dropped every other day throughout the, or every night throughout the oh, weekend. Oh, Nickel City Con? Or, yeah. Phenomenal through Nickel City Con. It was amazing. You got, were able to get that many shows out. So, my listeners, listen, Matt does a lot of shows. We're going to push them all at the end. But right now, just remember, when you're done listening to Vinyl Divers, head on over to the panel discussion, head on over to Push Start, head on over to Two Point, and all the other fucking shows he does. And give them all a listen, subscribe, like, comment, give him reviews. We need those reviews. If you if if you don't wanna if you you're you're getting our podcast for free, and you'll always you'll always get all of our basic podcasts for free. But if you wanna be like, hey, I wanna help support you, but I don't really wanna like drop money or because we get it. Not everyone Seriously, has the like money. Seriously, like a rating on iTunes or that is, a like on a Facebook page, that goes a long way. It does. It, my confidence is is you know, that's my confidence in doing this comes from Reactions. Hey, that was a really good episode you did. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I, I like listening to your stuff on the rag. That, that's that's it. You know what I mean? Someday I would like to make this my job. 
Um, I know I got to get better. I know I got to get better at different aspects and stuff. But mm-hmm. seriously, just people listening is satisfactory enough. I mean, it's it's crazy to think that hey, there's a there's fourteen hundred people out there in the world that listen to you this month on one show alone. Yeah, you know, like that's crazy to me to to think of and believe. Yeah. But uh, enough about network promoing. <laughs> Let's get back to this other half of the greatest hits from Frankie Valley, The Four Seasons. Do it. Let me unlock my phone. <laughs> All right, uh, song eleven on Greatest Hits is "Working My Way Back to You." Um, you know, That's another it. great song. I forgot where this was in the Jersey Boys movie. That was uh, that's. I don't know how they. It, that was how they brought brought it back into the second act. I think so. Where I, I mean, I remember live like they open up and it's kind of like. Or actually, it, no. This was the song. "Working My Way Back to You" was the song where they split. I apologize. This was the song. Oh, it was. This is the song where where the the the, the lone shark came in. I now I remember. Well, oh yes, because they were on because the, they were like in the club, yeah. like they were performing. They were on, yeah. They were, no, they were on a, like a soundstage. They were at like, yeah. Where, they were, were they, in the studio? Where do you say soundstage? You mean what do you mean studio? Well, no, actually, I don't mean it like that. But they were, yeah, they were performing in front like of a like, crowd. Were, it, wasn't a, in, it wasn't a club, but they, club. they were like was, doing a concert um, of sorts. Yeah. yeah. Like one of those, like uh, the bandstand type of yes. shows that they are touring. Yes, uh, number twelve. So we're on. Yes, Opus yep. Seventeen. It's kind of a. Um, it's an interesting one. It's it's kind of like a collection. Like a it's a it's like a mix. I don't remember Opus Seventeen. Um, I don't remember. I mean, I don't remember perfectly off the top of my head, but it's kind of like a, a mix of different. Like they they compile a bunch of different things together. It's interesting. I I feel I feel very. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like I can, I think like not that I didn't come prepared for this one because I thought we were gonna come in and talk singles and we're like let's go. You, when you mentioned you had the list, I was like I'm like I'll do that too. And I'm like oh shit, I don't know some some of these songs I don't know offhand. No, um, yeah. So that's a good one. I've got you under my skin. That's that's kind of like a, I mean I've listened to it. It's kind of I, a, I don't recognize that one. I bet maybe if I heard it, I catch it. Um, I'll tell you, 14. I know that one. I love Marianne. This one. Oh yes, Marianne. I'm gonna tell you, this one the ones I was belting out and singing on the way here. <laughs> I mean, the weather right now kind of looks like it's getting a little bit overcast. You know what though? Right I'm now, happy because it was supposed to be pouring out a long time ago. It was. It was. Um, according to my Apple weather app, uh, it was not looking good for today. So I'm glad the weather's hold on. I mean, it's really holding on now. But I'll tell you, I was cruising down the boulevard to come here, and I had uh, "Come On, Marion" blasting. Phenomenal. It's so good. Phenomenal. Uh, my see. eyes. Yeah, oh. uh, fifteen. Can't take my eyes off of you. Um, you know, another another solid. So this is one of the, the more popular ones. ones. This is more, um, you know, Frankie Valley esque ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, lonesome. I uh, I really love this one. Yes, I really love the story. Um, I I like it how it's the. Uh, this is the one that he wrote for his. Was it for his wife? Or for the girl? I think it was... The next one was the one he did for his daughter. The next one was the one for his daughter. You know, this one was the one where he's talking about, like, you know, walking to school with the girl and everything. Yes. And I love... Because it told a good it told a good story. Because uh, the Jersey Boys version only kind of... You watch, I think they only show cut it in half. I think so, too. They continue it on. It's like a full-on story. And I love songs that you, like, you get a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. And you get, like, a cohere, cohesive wrap-up in itself. Um... Next song? Yeah, uh, My Eyes Adore You. This is right when, um, in the movie, oh, so sad. this was after his daughter was killed by a guy that she was hanging around with, an older guy. Uh, apparently, she was as talented as him and could have been something more. Um, 
allegedly because she wanted to sing and that was her that was her goal. And but she didn't have it. She had a strange relationship with her dad because he was on the road all the mm-hmm. time and he, he felt horrible about it. And the scene was like heartbreaking because at least in Jersey Boys, because it was right after he paid off the loan shark finally and he got a phone call and like that happened. And this was like this. He had a great uh, like performance in front of this this huge crowd, and, and that's what, uh, yeah, that's that's. I, that's remember, I remember him like singing it. I remember it on stage, it was supposed to be him like outside singing it to himself, and it was just like, my listeners know I'm an emotional dude when it comes to music, so like yeah. I cried at that song, and I was like, motherfuckers, like <laughs> it was tough, right? man. It was tough. That's that's hard. Yeah, I mean, as a writer now, like writing music about family, it's it's hard to do that. Because, I mean, especially when yeah. it's something sad. Yeah, because he did originally didn't want to do this, but mm-hmm. Gaudio wrote it for him. Mm-hmm. Um, actually wrote it for him. He was, like, really down in the dumps about it. Yeah, Gaudio wrote it for him. So. That's a great one. What did he, what did he just take? Oh, just make it, I didn't see the shield. I just noticed it was in front of there. He must oh. have hit it. Uh, my brother let me bring the Captain America shield today. He probably <laughs> didn't want people trying to buy it. Um, 17, swearing to God. Uh, I... Not super familiar. I, it, obviously, I've listened to it, but I'm not going to say it's one of the bigger hits. I'm not familiar with it. Yeah. Eight, um, 18, Who Loves You? I love this song. Um, mostly because of where it was in the Jersey Boys movie. They actually, when they started um, singing, like this is the first time they're all together. They're getting ducked to the Hall of Fame. They actually mm-hmm. started with Opus 17. And then they cut into "Who Loves You," and it flashed. It okay. flashed them into the, the younger selves, and it was like they were performing young again. And it was really, really good. So I always, it's, it, I always associate that with just a really cool scene um, of the movie. "Who Loves You" is a great song. Uh, I, I will say I treat I, "Who Loves You" kind of how I would treat Dawn. It was a slow. Like at first, I was I preferred. Uh, I didn't prefer. I didn't prefer this one. I preferred more like "Oh What a Night." Yeah, uh, my "Who Loves You" is pretty upbeat. Who, but "Who Loves You" is pretty upbeat. I don't um, know. So I think it was just a key. Something it didn't. It didn't push to me. That's fair. But after the movie and after listening to the like the soundtrack from, Zer- from Jersey Boy so much, yeah. it was just like, all right, no, this is a good song. Yes. Like, this is a definitely. It's that. Um, it's that rolling that uh, hi hat. Yes. In the beginning, that that brings you in. You're just like, ooh, I forgot how much this was good. Yeah, absolutely. Then, uh, 19, my favorite, one of my favorites, uh, December 1963. Oh, what a night! Um, like I said, I do prefer the Jersey Boys version a little bit better because uh, the te- like I said, it's the tempo it's and fun. It's it's fun. It's 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 fast. Um, it's hip. It like not this is a takeaway from the old one mm. uh, without a you know at all. But I, I I just personally like the Jersey Boys version. Well, speaking of Jersey Boys version, what do you think of the French version that they open with? Sir, oh, that uh, was Sir, cool. Sir I, I, I didn't or, hate that. Or, I didn't hate that. Yeah, I did like that. I like that. And then the guy started rapping in it or kind of like doing that rap throw, and you're like, oh, this is cool. Like, I, and it's in like French. Like, this is pretty cool. <laughs> like, I like that. Absolutely. Um, and then 20, we got Grease. I mean, I tell you, Grease is like a staple of my childhood. Yeah. So the fact that when I found out it was Frankie Valley, it was like, oh, shit. Okay. I guess he's always kind of been with me at all stages. At all stages. Who would have known? Um, but yeah, th- this is the greatest hit version. I absolutely loved it. the The actual Jersey Boys soundtrack from the movie is really cool because it has it has um, the ori- some of the original songs and it has the the actual movie songs, and it and it's just it's just really good. I I think it's a fantastic album. 
Um, just takes me back to the good old days, even though I wasn't really around for the for the good old days. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I just get that vibe, and it's it's mm-hmm. soothing. Well, I mean, I think it's it's fun. It's it's good. It's good outdoor. It's good. Uh, not outdoor weather. It's good. Just. I treat my oldies as like out like summer. When I think of the oldies and like Frankie Valley and this stuff, this type of music, I don't think I think of like uh, spring and summer parties. My yeah. grandparents are throwing; they used to throw huge parties at their house, and they'd have music blasting. And it was always the fifties and sixties stuff. So like I like this. How would I like this kind of like where we are? This is, ooh, ooh. <laughs> uh, where we are. This kind of like setting a kind of is how I would feel like that. Kind of barbecue, kind of picnicish. Yeah, I mean, if they played it right now, like I wouldn't be, mad. I wouldn't be surprised at all, I mean, man. But um, I do have like one really cool moment. I was in New Jersey a couple years ago. Uh, went to go see a Yankees game, but the night before, my wife, well, we went to go visit her sister who lives out there, who's an airport attendant. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I was starting to push stuff together. I was like New Jersey, um, this is where the Jersey Boys are from, and all of a sudden, they, a couple of their songs started playing, and I'm like, this is just, this is cool. Like, it, it's, it's like, nostalgic in a way. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you can listen to music anywhere, but to hear it in New Jersey where they got started, who know? I don't know exactly where it was from where we were at, but, yeah, it was, it was just a cool feeling. It's like, okay, these guys started here, like, 60 years ago. Was it, six, was it 60? It was mid-50s, I think. Yeah, mid-50s. Yeah, like, mid to late 50s. Like, it's, it's really... It's really crazy to think that these guys that were from 50, 60 years ago, they wrote songs and music that was so important, it was so popular, that it's still outshine. it's still not, not outshines, it still shines through everything that, that was great that's come after. Yeah. It's not like, oh, they were good back then, but then no one ever liked them again. Right. They're not like some, a lot of one hit, like... I mean, I, I like one-hit wonders, but like, I love our, our, wonders. like a lot of one-hit wonders from the ni- '80s and '90s, they kind of fell off. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? A lot of those songs just kind of fell off. But yeah, the, it's their music is timeless. Definitely, and definitely. Frankie Villas, I agree. think he's still doing shows around. He was, I think he was in Niagara Falls recently. Um, he did a show at the casino, casino a couple years ago, and I'm so mad I didn't get to do it. I, I don't think I was in town, um, but yeah, my grandfather. Hold on. Just now. <sighs> Motherfucker. <laughs> he gets tickets to Frankie Valley in the four seasons back when I'm in like middle school. Gives them away to a friend because my grandmother couldn't go with him. It was at it was at one of the like the casino trips. My right. grandfather's what used to be a high roller, <laughs> so they'd be like, "Oh hey, come in, come to the casino, have some <laughs> tickets." And he he got Frankie Valley four season tickets, hands them to a friend because he couldn't find no, no one to go with. I go, "Did you even think to call me?" He's like, "Oh, I forgot about you." And I'm like, "Like, are you, like, how do you forget?" Yeah, but oh, you're not nice. alone. Yeah, you're not alone. I know, and it sucks because. I mean, and unless he comes around here soon, he's, he's getting up there in age. So, you know what I mean? I, yeah. I will say, I'm not a big concert guy either. I absolutely hate going to concerts. Do you really? People, uh, a lot of people. I, I don't like. It's hard for me to go to football games because of other people. Um, if you don't mind, sh- why? Do you, why I've had some bad, like a bad experience. It, it's probably I don't know, just bad experiences. Really? Um, just people getting too crazy. Like I, I don't know. Like I just want to go to a concert and enjoy it. And I've had some like traumatic stuff. I'm not like bad, bad, but like I went to Sticks and Art Park a couple years ago 
and it was mobbed, and I actually, I was so thirsty. We had front row seats, and I was so thirsty, I went up to get some water, and people would not let me back by my family. And I was, like, young, too. Like, I was really little. Oh, my God. So I was not happy about that. And I've been to a couple other ones, just, just bad, like, experience. Like, if I go to something, I just want to enjoy it. And, and nine times out of ten, it's it's some drunk asshole who's just, you know, he just ruins it for me. You know what I mean? They're, they're always, they're, like, they're looking to make trouble with other people, and, and like, so that's why, like, yeah, I don't even bother. Like I seen, was it was it Billy Joel or Phil Collins was to come to Buffalo uh, sometime this year, and I was like, oh, that's cool, but I don't like concerts. Billy Billy Joel that's, came last year, so it's got to be I Phil think. Collins. Must be Phil Collins I this think year. It's Phil Collins. But you know, I I can understand that. I think what you, what you what you would like then though is try to do the, like those na- the casino like lounge concerts. Yeah. Like when they come through, because you're sitting down and you're watching Maybe. because people, people are, just, are there to watch it, not yeah. to party. Yes, yeah. People get too crazy at concerts for me, and I know that sounds maybe weird at 28 years old, but um, I don't know. I just I just don't like being around people like that. Like I just like to go and just chill. Um, you know, Bills games are stressful to me. They're they're really stressful. But you know, I, I found my niche when I went to Indianapolis this past year. It was a nice, like, relaxing um, atmosphere. Like people just sitting down enjoying a football game and the tailgate was so much fun <laughs> but that's so I'm just an old soul I guess like I don't know I just I don't do it like I don't, I don't want to go trying to do a keg stand no I don't want to go game. there and have to worry about getting peed on or a beer thrown at me or you know having to fight somebody for no reason just because they're they're pissed drunk like I, I don't like that that's that's why I stay inside a lot um, you know, my stepfather was telling me telling me he was at a concert and someone uh with my little brother and someone someone behind him Threw a beer and he he kind of like blocked it so like he wouldn't get hurt him and my brother wouldn't get hit yeah and hit some other guy and the guy just stares back and starts calling him out and he's like, "What did you want me to do? Get hit by a beer? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like I have my son here. Like what are you like what are you trying to start right now? Like like the child like there's a kid present. Yeah, like come on, like be adults. It's it's awful. So I, I can understand. I can understand that. Yeah, just not good vibes. Like it, it you know I I get nerve like anxiety a little bit. And when I see like super drunk people around, I'm just like, dude, just it's not leave gonna be alone. fun. Yeah, it's it's yeah. I'm more like that, but well, dude, let's end on a good note. And let's let me do say, it. Uh, thank you so much for coming on again. Thanks for having me on, bud, and dude. thanks for coming to this today. This is really cool. Like I said, I know it was um, thrown together at the last minute. That's because the last minute opportunity arise. But next um, year, come a little more prepared. We'll come yeah, prepared. No one. We'll in. see. We'll see. Um, yeah, I was supposed to go to an Empire State Wrestling show today. But the show got canceled because of insurance stuff. Um, so I was like, yeah, we'll set up here. Let's do this. Why not? Why not? This, so. this is fun, dude. I actually like it. There's, they have some it's a good, it's a good vibe. Um, and they're doing, you know, they're doing good stuff. Everyone is taking a different approach. Like, this is kind of how I aspire, like, our podcast convention to be. Because, um, you know, everybody here, while most, if not all, their funds are going to cancer research for Relay for Life to represent themselves... But they all have different talents. People are selling different stuff. Some people print off hoodies, T-shirts. Some people made handmade like crafts and stuff, and that's how they make money for for that. And with our pot, like our podcast convention, I'm legit telling people, you know, if you have talents outside of podcasting, bring it and show it off and and make money for yourself. You mm-hmm. know, this podcasting it can be very very time consuming, and you know you gotta love it to do it. You know, yep. a, a little, a little cheddar, cheddar. You know, is gonna, is gonna, you know, make things worth it. But um, yeah, just you gotta show your stuff off. It, it's, 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 it's pretty cool. And that's pretty much my general idea with doing our podcon. 
Dude, it's been a great time. Thank you for coming on. Uh, definitely. I mean, I see when I came in, I and I pulled in, I kind of like came straight over to the table. I didn't get time to go look around, so I may uh, after we get done recording, go look around and see what's going on with everything. Yeah. And uh, yeah, let us know. Uh, let all my listeners know what podcast are you doing? What's going on? Okay. Where can we get you? Do you have any? Do you have like a master list on your phone that you just can just read off of? Oh, yeah. amazingly, I, I remember all this stuff. You um, remember it all. It's crazy. All share, right. share everything you want to share. Oh, I'll share everything. Um, all right, everybody. So, like I said, I'm a little obsessed with podcasting. Um, it's very therapeutic for me. So I do a lot. I try to hit up every major um, interest of mine. Uh, two days a week on Wednesdays and Thursdays, I host the Two Point Conversation podcast where we talk football year round. It's a good conversation. It's okay for a casual fan to listen to. I don't get super serious. Um, I don't drop like crazy stats. It's it's really easy going, and you know. So there's that. Wednesdays and Thursdays there's that. Fridays Push Start podcast with Christian and Caddy. Um, you know that's always a you know it's always a good time. Video game talk. And we we find different topics, and it's not the fastest rising show on the. Push our, or on the BSEBP Radio Network for nothing. So that's every Friday. Um, every Monday, the panel discussion drops. We talk comic books, uh, comic book culture, so to speak. So I'll look out for that every Monday. Um, also, I have some seasonal ones. Section 6 WrestleCast is... Um, oh, Jesus, I can't forget Harley Kayfabe. I'm sorry. Harley Kayfabe is year-round um, as well. I do that with uh, Chris Chavez and Johnny Townsend. We talk pro wrestling all the time. Um, I'm actually not sure exactly what days those release. They're kind of random. It's like so Sundays and Mondays, usu- typically. Usually Thursday was. Usually Thursday was, but I've, I've seen them released on Sundays and Mondays, um, so look out for those. Uh, but yes, I do have some seasonal ones. Section 6 WrestleCast I do during the wintertime, and occasionally um, I'll do an interview every now and then, but um, those usually drop Monday or Tuesday during the winter uh, wrestling season. And Bill's Wire, that's random as well. It's not associated with the BICBP Radio Network. That's as stuff is happening. And, um, yeah, any any good Bill's talk, we, we do it through there. It's through Bill's Wire, and, which is through USA Today, which is pretty cool. But, um, yeah, that's my – I'm winded. I'm long-winded. Uh, I'm exhausted. But, yeah, that's my stuff. That's my, uh, that's my life. Divers, you heard it. Check out Matt's shows. Check out his Instagrams, his podcasts, his Facebook pages. Uh, hit subscribe, like, comment to all of his episodes. Give them all a listen. Uh, if you don't like if you don't like football, check out the check out Kayfabe. Check out uh, the video game ones. If you're not a big gamer, check out panel discussion. Check out the two point conversation. Uh, I love all of his shows. I recommend you to listen to them all also. And uh, see you next week. They call me hanging in the backseat oh. with the gang. Hanging in the backseat. With the gang, yeah. hanging in the back seat. Come on, with the gang, gang. with the gang, hey. with the gang, hanging in the back seat. With the gang, Ooh. hanging in the back seat with network gang, hey. hanging network. in the back seat. With the gang, up, uh. with the gang, hanging with the gang, up, uh. hanging uh. with the gang. You know it ain't no game unless it's PlayStation. We don't play them things, hey. Put any console in front of me, and I will console you on it, G. I promise, I'm the best. You trying to beat me is just a test, but you gon' fail it, F. Every single time you run up on it, it's a guess. Cause you never know what I'm coming with, you never know where I'm coming from. You don't know what I dealt with, you don't know what I'm doing, son. 
I'm the one, like Neo, and I sing, like Neo, hanging in the backseat with the gang, hanging in the backseat with the gang, hanging in the backseat with the gang, with the gang, network gang, hanging in the backseat with the gang, hanging in the backseat with the gang, hanging in the backseat. With the gang, network gang, baby, network gang. You no, know, radiocom for all your podcasting needs and necessities. It's your boy, see him. Yes, sir. AKA, AKA the world heavyweight champion of live broadcasting. AKA, AKA Abraham DeLacy. AKA the frivolous one. AKA the one they call him. Yeah.